I'm Will Baker. And I'm Alex Prescott. And you're listening to Think to the Brink. Where best go for opinions? The mum's neck. Can, can Jesus choose which wine he turns it into? There needs to be some middle ground between a full stop and an exclamation point. Your taste buds are amazed. So it's basically like a glorified textbook writer. Is there any person in the world that is more of a yes man than Mr. Samir? <laughs> To think to the brink, I'm Will Baker, you're Alex Prescott. <laughs> well, Prescott. Prescott. Do you know the amount of people that have said, uh, yeah, I've listened to your podcast and um, I found out so many new things. I never knew how to pronounce your name. And I'm like, of all the facts that we say, <laughs> lots of people think it's... Not the it's, most interesting one, is it? I mean, for, for people that know us, maybe. A lot of yeah. people think it's Prescott, but it is Prescott. as on the intro. As you will have heard just a second ago, Prescott. Yeah. Today, uh, we are... Going back into our childhoods, as we often do, yeah, and um, examining a well-loved character, would you say? Oh, well-loved, definitely, from a well-loved show. Yeah, The uh, Teletubbies. The Teletubbies is the show, Nunu is the character, and of course that's spelled N-O-O-N-O-O. Um, um, who's described uh, on the Wikipedia as a conscientious vacuum cleaner. A conscientious vacuum cleaner. Um, what was your... First experience, do you remember watching Teletubbies? Yeah, movies? definitely. When, I, and what sort of ages are we talking? Um, I would have said like five, six, seven. I have vivid memories of watching it on my mum's bed in the morning, probably before school. Okay. Well, it must have come on pretty early then. Yeah, well, because it was meant for like... You young, know, young Youngsters. Very yeah. little. Like maybe pre-language. Yeah. So, so here we are on Teletubbies wiki. And uh, I think there's not actually that much on Nunu. There's not that uh, much on the article. Something like Harry Potter is a little bit more populated. Yeah, they don't have personality, motive. But there's still a lot of good content, so I'm going to read it out for you. Nunu, operated by Mark Dean in the original series and Victoria Jane and Ollie Taylor in the new series. So they've doubled the workforce. So there is a new series. Yeah. Coming out this year. Is it? I, th- I heard that it was coming back. Got the 60 episodes in the new series. So they bang them out, don't they? Well, it's got to be weekly, hasn't it? Or is it's it like daily? daily. Yeah. yeah, so Nunu is the Teletubbies' sky blue pet, although it does say in the new series he's no longer blue. He's now orange, pink and gold because uh, the show used a blue screen. <laughs> so Nunu wouldn't have been seen. That's quite funny. Is he a pet? I would say he's more property. Yeah, well, he's got life, hasn't he? He's, yeah. So I think... Uh, yeah, I think I think he operates... I think he's robotic more than he... I don't think he's... Is he a sentient being? Does he have a soul? I don't know. Those Does eyes do pierce... Because he has his eyes that go... Oh, yeah, he's got goggly eyes. Look at the camera. He's off, he often does a David Brandt. <laughs> he does, yeah. <laughs> or maybe he's the audience. <laughs> when Dips, he's sleeping. He breaks the fourth wall. <laughs> he lives in Teletubby land. So they, they're assuming that it's a he as well. Yeah. I think... Yeah, I don't know. Maybe are the sounds that he makes masculine? Sucking sounds... There are a certain register. I don't think he's... Well... He looks like quite gormless. He looks like a he. He looks a bit gormless. <laughs> I feel like you've got no grounds for that, and that is defamatory to the Nunu estate. Uh, he lives in Tony Tubby Lamb as a vacuum cleaner. I love that he lives, <laughs> That implies that he's not really a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> he lives in Tony Tubby Lamb masquerading as a vacuum cleaner. It's almost like he works there, yeah. as a va- but in other places he's just a pet. There's something quite R2-D2-esque about him, and I know that you're not a Star Wars... No, but I am aware. Know, but you're aware of R2-D2. So. Well, no, I think he's, uh, he has less of a say in the narrative. Oh, no, I don't know. He sometimes... I mean, R2-D2 is a bit of a sort of 
sidekick to C3PO. Well, that, that's libelous. I, <laughs> I mean, if anything, it's the other way around. Now, I mean, there's very much an equal partnership there, but he he does drive the narrative. He often gets them out of tight scrapes. Yeah. I can't. I don't think Nunu really. There's also something quite Eeyore about Nunu here in this picture. So R2D2 is one comparison, but I think you can draw a comparison. Maybe that's just because he's blue and he's kind of a similar size. Well, I feel like he's with got a black Eeyore, because you see, there's a, a meme going around that like we should treat depression like we treat Eeyore, that they all, even though he's always down, they always include him. Yeah. I feel like Nunu isn't included. No, often. he's very Nunu, much a side. He, he kind of tries to get involved, and what happens when he tries to get involved, they shout naughty Nunu. Yeah, that's true. But would you involve your pet in all of your activities? Well, some of them. Yeah, maybe. Well, you don't have any pets, but imagine you have <laughs> a small dog. Would you involve... Would you take it to auditions with you? No, but like if... So that goes on to the next fact that Nunu never leaves the house in the original series. But maybe he's a house vacuum cleaner. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't think there's... I, I, that's fine. That I don't take issue yeah. with. What I was going to say was that um, surely if they want fun time without Nunu, it's always um, sunny because yeah. the baby's there all yeah. the time. All the time. Um, so just go have an activity, do an activity outside, which they often do if you don't want to involve Nunu. If you're going to go inside and make that decision, involve him. Do you think he can go outside? Or the vacuum cleaners when you're outside, if you're vacuing up, you can get stones, little bits of dirt. Uh, yeah. But you he doesn't really ruin yourself. He doesn't suck all the time wherever he's going, does he? He's not like <laughs> no, well, that's the thing as well. Actually, he's a vacuum cleaner that um, has the power of can be turned on and move. Well, the power of movement, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's more, no, no, but vacuum, can... vacuum cleaners do have the power of movement. Yeah, but not. Yeah. You can wheel them around without the well, yeah, but suction being turned on. Not off. being able to do it themselves. So, so, yeah, because, but, yeah. so I'm assuming because it's a robot that's turned on, the vacuum cleaner is turned on, so it would be sucking. It's probably a different setting. Yeah, yeah, there's just move. Move, just move, <laughs> move and suck. Move and suck. <laughs> move and suck. Um, but it is saying in the original series, so maybe in the new series, they. Um, another adaptation. <laughs> well, the colour change, obviously. Um, and he does leave the house. He doesn't speak like the Teletubbies can. I mean, the Teletubbies don't really... They have their own kind of, like, nonsense language, like Sim language. Yeah. quite similar. Which actually... Probably, I think it's the same um, root as Sim language. Oh. Uh, the same <laughs> grammatical roots. What are the grammatical roots of Sim language? <sighs> New romantic. Okay. Neo... Uh, there is actually a... Neo-Gothic. There was another article about... Um, Obviously, some right-wing press, like Daily Express, saying that people shouldn't be watching the Teletubbies because babies are watching it and it might mean that they have steps back in trying to learn how to speak. <laughs> so, so they should be listening to adults. And there is some... Um, we, did, we kind of forgot, but when we were just watching some clips, there's a voiceover and also there are voice trumpets. Yeah, the voice trumpets that, that pop up wherever they yeah, can Yeah, inside, outside... Quite creepy, actually. If you very sinister. Yeah, kind of. They're just doing something, and they're just slowly popping. It's it's not even like a slow hey there. It's a slow creep. I it's like say. something. It's like something out of Doctor Who. Yeah, it's but, different music, and that would be scary. Yeah, no, definitely. There probably is somewhere on the internet someone that's done that with different atmospheric <laughs> music to make it seem very creepy. Um. So yeah. Anyway, he doesn't speak like the Teletubbies can. He makes sucking and slurping noises. Yeah, so I think that's offensive because it's implying that the Teletubbies have a language and he's just making noises. Yeah, no, true. I think he's. If there are any other vacuum cleaners, I think it's a bit harsh that they never hired like a Hetty Hoover for him. Why do you think he's Just called Nunu? Um, probably because in their language... That means vacuum Like cleaner. Nunu is like a name, that, a pet name, or like a, a baby name that a kid would have for its grandparent or something, because they can't say the right name. So maybe his name is really something like Nathan or something. Or 
And uh, it's just the Teletubbies that have christened in this because we can't... Although the voiceover guy calls him that as well, doesn't he? Yeah, he goes silly Nunu or something. Yeah, They're yeah. all so harsh disparaging. He's very much the fool guy. He has a long elephant-like nose, which he uses for tidying up. So that's just the vacuum part. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I wouldn't really describe it as a nose. Again, he uses it for tidying up. It's impl- it, it, It's very much telling it like we don't know what a vacuum cleaner yeah. is. He's like, oh, he, he decides to be a vacuum cleaner in Teletubby Wild. He decides to use his nose for yeah. good. To suck up uh, rubbish. He does look a little bit elephant-like, actually. That's another thing. A small blue elephant. Yeah. Um, he also has a big pink light at the back of him. Is that for, like, if he's reversing? <laughs> Hazards. <laughs> you never say- It doesn't you- actually say what the pink light's for. Maybe that's his on light. I do remember it, though. Oh. At times, Nunu gets annoyed with the Teletubbies antics or gets too excited. <laughs> And therefore can tidy up their food or favourite thing. <laughs> so, well, to be fair, tidying up their food. Oh, when they when it's on the plate. Okay, that is a big no-no. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> Maybe that's why it's called. Cool. Maybe that's why it's called Nunu because they're trying to say no, no. No, no. He's tidying up their favourite thing. Imagine if your name was just a negative shutting down of everything you exist for. He doesn't. He doesn't suck up anything like. Uh, Tinky Winky's handbag. No, nothing too big. Nothing too. He can't look at look how no, thin yeah. his nose is. Have you ever? Do you think you could? Take off his nose and then you could just, you know, like, you get all different settings. Do you think he's got different noses? I think he's got different powers of nose. I think you could, if you re- if he really backed up something that was important to you, you could turn him off and open up the sack at the back. Well, yeah, because is there a digestive system there? You have to, you have to replace it. Oh, right. If he's a normal vacuum cleaner. Well, we, I think we know that he's not a normal vacuum well, cleaner. that's true. Have you ever vacked up something by mistake that you're like, shit, I wanted that? Uh, yeah, but I don't think I've got it at, like, a sock. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> Nothing like a bit, what do you mean? Give me an example. Like a diamond ring, or I don't <laughs> Yeah, often, I leave my diamond rings around on the floor. Um, no, have you? No. Oh, right. <laughs> so, but yeah, okay, so so he's he's quite malicious. He, well, he, <laughs> he, he knows how to get his own back. Literally. I presume he mean, that means he, he sucks up their food when it's on their plate, not when it's on the floor, because that's also part of his job. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, do you think it's a job? Do you think they're paying him? Mm, well, I guess he, I mean, he could be a volunteer. <laughs> he just he loves it though, doesn't he? So it is one of the. But he never go, He where do they sleep? In their beds. Does Nuno have a bed? He doesn't. No, we. Well, you you just switch him off. You, yeah, you switch him off. You can't. You can't get to like a horizontal position. You wouldn't be able to get back up. He has to stay in the same. Position, Maybe they lie him down. <laughs> they just lie him on his side. Yeah, but and then when he gets up, so he can't. Oh no, he could probably. He could probably use his nose to like if he's on his side, it'll like suck a bit of ground and then use it to pull himself up. Oh, that's true. That would have to be a very strong suction. Though. Well, how strong the suction do you think it is? Not that strong. Um, I don't think it's that strong. No, maybe not. Well, because it looks quite. I mean, you know, you know what those are like. They're quite frail. I think what would happen if you tried to do that is it would come off. Have you ever had that when you're va- vacuum cleaning and the the end comes off? Yeah. Many times. What? Because it's sucking. T- oh no! Because you. Sometimes you take it off because when it without the the head on it, you can get to like the corners oh, yeah. better. But yeah, sometimes yeah. it just comes off. What does Lulu do for the corners? We can't take his nose off, can he? No, well, you don't know. I mean, you never see him without it on. I don't think he's that committed Before to Before he goes cleaning. to bed, he takes his nose off. But how? He doesn't have any hands. Yeah. It's like, but it looks but like you're assuming things. that he is a robot, whereas I think he's got something of an inner, of an inner life. Okay, do you think he has sleep apnea? <laughs> What's that? It's 
when you can't, when you have to like have a mask because you, I don't know, actually, it's <laughs> something about like you sometimes stop breathing during the night. I think I've got it. I know. But, um, You're still here, don't you? I'm still here. The Teletubby shout, Naughty Nunu, and chase him around the house. Now, I think that's unfair. Maybe we should have done Teletubbies versus Nunu. There's four of them <laughs> and one of him. Yeah. It sounds like, it's a bit like Pac-Man, that, isn't it? Chasing him Yeah, around. the four ghosts. Four different coloured ghosts. What are they called? Blinky. Blinky, Plinky, Linky and Clyde. Clyde. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Never forget Clyde. <laughs> Break the rhyme. But I think like... Oh, the chase usually ends with a big hug though. A big hug being capitalised both. <laughs> yeah. Like a ceremony. Yeah, uh, well it nice. is. Every episode, almost every episode, has a big hug, doesn't it? Yeah, you've got to have a big hug. Yeah, but I think, you know, he's doing his job. Yes, yeah, sometimes he gets overexcited, but they know that they can turn him off and open, get it out of the bag. Yeah, so, so I, I think... think the fact that they always shout naughty Nunu when it's his... It's, it's like if you turned on the TV... And the TV started showing you a programme and you said naughty television. Well, then yeah, I question you rather than television. No, well, I, 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 that's a bad example. That's a really bad example. <laughs> no, if you... Um, One of those, like, Furbies. If you had a... Do you remember Furbies? A self-driving car. <laughs> we're, on, we're working on different wavelengths here. <laughs> you mean a Tesla? Yeah. Yeah. And you, you programmed in the route... And uh, you said go via a pret, and it went yeah. via the wrong pret, and you said naughty rude Tesla. car, <laughs> very rude car, <laughs> naughty <laughs> Tesla, <laughs> naughty Tesla. Yeah, I think it's like that. Yeah, okay. Anyway, um, the chase usually ends with a big hug. Nunu, this is I love this. This, 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 this I read on, and I sort of had to stop myself from laughing, but. This just detail. I, the, the, uh, there's no real need to include these two lines coming up. <laughs> Nunu has a brush on top of him that is also detachable. It is extremely rare for his brush to be detached. It is only seen detached in the episode Swans and the video Big Hug. Right, I'm going to go into the episode Swans. And it's got trivia. Uh, yeah, so when Nunu comes to tidy up the tubby toast, tubby toast. Tubby toast, tubby crumbs, custard. I used to have tubby Dixie toast. Dixie removes the brush on top of the Nunu and uses it to sweep up the crumbs. This is the only episode where the brush is used. It also refers to him as the Nunu. <laughs> Dipsy was the boo shouter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we should go into some more episode um, oh. wikis, because that's quite funny. Yeah. It's um, got like seven points of oh, trivia. Yeah, it does have, I, I didn't even notice that brush. No, it's like his hair. Yeah. That's why he looks a little bit like Colonel Harty. He's got that tuft of hair, little callback to Jungle Book episode that we did on Baloo and Bagheera. Yeah. Um, in the archives. So in the new in the new series, I like that they put this. In the new series, Nunu isn't as naughty as he was in the original <laughs> series. So they've got a scale, and they said that he's left. Oh, in fact, the only episode where has gone mad. The only it? episode where he is naughty is packing. Right, let's see what happens. What in happens in packing? The twenty-sixth episode of the new series. Dipsy was the missing Teletubby. Tinky Winky putting Dipsy's hat in his bag and then the Nunu... Tidies them up. ...is a remake from the original series segment from Scratchbook. Okay, so I think Nunu sucks up Dipsy's hat. Tinky Winky was the boo shouter. Oh, no, wait, yeah, no. Tinky Winky puts Dipsy's hat in the bag. What is a boo shouter? <laughs> I think there's a bit where they, they go... I think every episode someone goes, Boo! And they have to guess who it is. No, they never guess. But I think... Um, here we go, it is the plot. I, I, I that like sounds it's really dark, though. Tinky Winky puts Dipsy's hat in the bag, then Nunu hoovers them both up. The children in Tummy what, Tinky Tales... Tinky Winky and Dipsy, or the hat and the bag? Yeah, <laughs> very vague. The children in Tummy Tales pack a bag for an overnight stay with a relative. 
I'm telling Tubby to do a suitcase dance. <laughs> I like the idea that this has been pitched to yeah. someone. I remember Tubby Tales. That's when they all watch TV on their stomachs, isn't it? Tinky Winky was the boo shouter, but Lala said goodbye for a final time. <laughs> That's really dark. Post-apocalyptic, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> We've got an episode here, number four. Not to be confused with the original series episode, numbers hyphen four. <laughs> That is Why confusing. Would you know I feel that they should uh, they should definitely have um, differentiated them. Oh, so is there often a missing Tally Tubby? Poe was the missing Tally Tubby. Dipsy, Dipsy was, was the boo shouter, but Tinky Winky said goodbye for a final oh, time. Oh, the final episode. <laughs> it yeah. means for the final time, I think, not for a final time. So there's always one Tally Tubby that says goodbye that, last. that closes the show, the main event, the headlines. <laughs> the boo shower is maybe the person that opens the show. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, maybe that is. Maybe they all jump up at the start. I love that that trivia is included for every episode. I think that's what it is. At the very start, someone jumps up in front of the camera and says "boo" to start the episode. Right, Am I remembering that correctly? Do you want to pitch this episode? Okay. To yeah. Me? So I'm the bosses at. Uh, is it BBC? No, it's it's a it was there in America. Oh, this is America. Oh, okay. Was it originally? It was originally BBC, though. Yeah, I was on BBC. I don't know. Play days. Oh yeah, yeah maybe. Okay. So I'm the bosses. Okay, you're the bosses. Okay, so uh, hi. Um, hi so we've got we've been working on the episode. Yeah, uh, new Teletubbies episode. Yeah. Loving it. Yeah. Uh, daily. So I've only had a few hours. <laughs> okay. Since, yeah. Um, well, I'm, I'm expecting you know that high um, standard that we've got. So so number four is the title that we've come up with. Wait, is that? Numbers. No, no, it's not numbers hyphen four. <laughs> this is number four. Okay. Uh, and if you remember in the original um, numbers hyphen four, we used the, the digit four, but this is the word F O U R. Oh, okay. So, you know. All right, carry on. Carry on. What happens in the app? Um, well, basically, uh, you know the voice trumpets? Oh, yeah. We feel we've had a lot of complaints that they're getting underused. Okay. So we want them to have a bigger role. Okay. And we want them to teach the Teletubbies to count to four. Okay, D- number four. The number four, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we want more of an educational episode, right. um, yeah. and we feel that a lot of kids these days are struggling with their Okay, two, but t- three, t- talk, talk me through what's going to happen in the episode. Uh, well, Poe is going to go missing. Okay. <laughs> what? Oh yeah, well, we have a missing. We have yeah, a missing okay. one every episode. Okay, yeah. Um, bit of debate as to who was going to be the boo shout and who was going to say the final <laughs> goodbye. Okay. Uh, so they had to draw lots in the end, and it's going to be Dipsy. Okay, but what happens to do with the number four? Talk, talk me through the narrative um, of the Well, episode. basically, there are four Teletubbies, aren't there? Yeah. So that makes it easier. Yeah. Um, four, we're going to put in four flowers. Okay. Just into the landscape. Yeah. Um, we've got props working on that. And uh, we've got four pieces of tubby toast <laughs> yeah. as well, which um, is being cooked up right now in the... Uh, the canteen department. Lovely. And, um, and also for Tummy Tales, we've got uh, two sisters who help their dad out by putting a number four on the door. Brilliant. So I love fours it. all the way through. Um, yeah, so we think uh, we can turn it around and get it in. Get it in for <laughs> probably tomorrow, in yeah. 10 minutes, probably. Yeah, no, definitely. Really nice. And scene. I love that. I, <laughs> I like the idea that that must happen at some level. Maybe it's more of a casual conversation. Oh, but, right. um, Maybe not. Maybe there's, the, there's more like executives. <laughs> All pitched. We can't go through all the episodes flying. No, I've got an episode here that I want to talk about. So Nunu isn't as naughty as he was in the original series. Packing, we've already seen. Yeah. Is where he is naughty. It doesn't really say why. Oh no, because he has he eats Nunu's hat and yeah. Uh, sorry, Tinky Winky's hat and Dipsy's bag or the other way around. The hat is in the bag. Oh. And then so he, so he eats the he bag. Let the hat but... off the bag. <laughs> I so hate it. In the new series episode, fixing things. Nunu goes outside for the first time. So oh, this is a big that's plot a development, character development. Shall I pitch you fixing things? Yeah, so okay. 
fifty first episode of the new series. Okay, so um, so what's the what's the big pitch for this episode? So uh, we really want to do something new with this episode, with it being uh, the fifty first, having just done the fifth big fiftieth episode. Like hitting the reset button. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna mix around the roles. So um, Tinky Winky's gonna be missing, but also gonna say goodbye for the final time. So often the missing one isn't in the episode, but we're gonna bring him back. That's interesting, actually. I like um, that a lot, yeah. Poe yeah. is the boo shouter. Poe hasn't boo shouted in a while. But okay. In the episode, I really like Lala as the boo shouter. I think she's just got something real special. But well, yeah, okay, yeah let's no, 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 have a go. Yeah, yeah. Pose, yeah. Okay. So um, we're gonna feature Nunu quite heavily in this episode. Okay. Um, and he's gonna start by fixing the uh, tubby custard machine. That's a bit unrealistic. Like, how is he gonna? Do that. He doesn't have any opposable thumbs. Well, no, he can he can use his uh, powers of suction. But that it's just because yeah. we're building the role of Nunu out. But w- the real clincher with this episode is the Tubby Tubbies when they they're going to go on a Tubby custard ride. And uh, okay, what is that? What is like? What is a Tubby custard? Ride? Uh, so it's a roller coaster that is themed by Tubby custard, but okay. they also get to eat Tubby custard whilst on the ride. Okay. Um, and they're going to make what we're calling a lovely custardy mess. Okay, that, in, that sounds inside. a bit too much like custody, as in a custody mess, <laughs> like, a, like a custody battle. I know okay. a lot of kids watching okay. might have divorced parents. All right, so we're just we, call, we're they're going to make a mess with the custody. Yeah, that's better. Um, inside and outside, home dome. Home and dome? Then, is that home dome is the name of the... Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then... Um, What's going on in Tubby Tales? Uh, Tubby Tales, we've got a boy helping his mum fix a hole in his space helper. Um, but crucially, like this mess is going to be cleaned up by Nunu. And it's going to be the first episode where Nunu goes outside of the home dome. I love it. Thanks. Brilliant. We'll put it on tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Great. So yeah, you can see why that one yeah. got. Uh, yeah, quite. Good. I like things. There's a narrative. There's like. There's a bit of yeah. There's a lot going on. Yeah. Is it teaching children key skills? Would you say? Back up. I love the fact that it's called the home, the home dome. Urban Dictionary. Definition of Nunu. Oh yeah. So well, this could be dangerous, though. So of the people... No, I get it a little read. Nunu, a lover, a fighter, a vacuum of all ages. Also known as the Great Devourer, he exists in the plane of existence known as Teletubby Land. He resides with his private harem while he fights against the omnipresent god of the realm, Baby Sun. And Nunu is equivalent to three Chuck Norris's clones in terms of raw power. And then we've got a quotation here. Nunu, the powerful, rolled forth and sucked the laughing baby sun out of the sky. A great darkness fell over the land and all rejoiced to see that Nunu was now taking the place of the sun. Oh, so do you think he is the... he's the leader? Um, I th- well, I think if he is... I mean, they don't respect him, do they? He's, he's a doc character if he is the leader. Um, throwback to... and uh, our YouTube archives, our episode on, on doc and the seven dwarves but no I think he's one of the gang I wouldn't I wouldn't say he's that powerful but then you know maybe he is going to come out with this sort of power at an undetermined date in the future why is Nunu on Teletubbies considered naughty now this is quite a good um, philosophical question um, Ty Connor answered it and on July 2016 so quite recently no tagline for Ty Nunu is seen as being naughty is the only answer Nunu is seen as being naughty because it, and I, I immediately disagree with the, yeah. the reference to him as an it, no. it will suck up the Teletubbies' favourite things and food. That and that's a direct quote from the Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> Even though it only does this when the Teletubbies are very excited or rowdy, 
This is equivalent to how a toddler might act if you were to take his toy away because he was playing too excitedly. So the TV show shows the vacuum as a mother who gets irritated when the child is being just like a child should. Happy, energetic and excited. They call Nunu naughty because that's how they see her. Oh, okay. So that doesn't really answer Naughtiness is in the eye of the beholder. Exactly. <laughs> that is what the point is. I've got here first uh, Nunu, a much-loved companion of the Teletubbies, the Nunu. The Nunu. Is yeah, it's uh, sometimes referred to as the Nunu. The Nunu. It's fantastic at cleaning up. So I'm going to make you guess here. There's nothing the Nunu likes more than blank up, blank of blank. So nothing Nunu likes more than blank up, blank of blank. Cleaning up remnants of food. Is that your final answer? Vacking up hats of Tinky Winky. Bags of Tinky Winky. Unfortunately close, um, but no cigar. The correct answer was, there's nothing the Nunu likes more than snuffling up globs of custard. <laughs> yeah, I think that was it. If I'd have got that <laughs> off the cuff. Snuffling up globs of custard. On Wikipedia, Nunu's under supporting characters. And it says, Nunu is a conscientious vacuum cleaner who acts as both the Teletubbies' guardian and housekeeper. He hardly ever ventures outside the Tubbytronic Superdome. Don't know when that's... A uh, longer name for home dome. Instead, remaining indoors <laughs> and constantly cleaning with his sucker-like nose, he communicates through a series of lurping and sucking noises. So they said the role is his guardian and housekeeper, so very much the mother figure. Yeah. But I feel like if you called your mother Naughty Nunu. <laughs> yeah. um, I want to do a side, uh, sidebar on the voice trumpets, because I think... So they're found throughout Tubbyland, Teletubbyland. They resemble speakers and have both male and female adult voices. So they're the only... So it's the voiceover in them, but they're... So I got... Languages. Right. Yeah. So tally, the Teletubbies can understand English. Of course. So why don't they speak English? Because they understand what the voice trumpets are saying. We only have one... Where are the, where's the voices come... Where are the voices coming from? Because these voice trumpets... Maybe it's Nunu. Maybe it's Nunu can pull up <laughs> the strings and he can actually speak English and he just does, chooses not to... Well, maybe and he's like doing all the voices. it's like a uh, it's like a keyboard, an electronic keyboard that needs a speaker plugged in. Yeah. So even if you have um, even if it turns on and you've got power, it's got no speakers of its own, so it won't play out. Oh, so Nunu's voice, Nunu has no voice box. Ah, uh, okay. So the only way he can be heard is through the through the voice. Speaker. But then it is a number of different people. Yeah, definitely. Well, maybe he's a good impressionist. In the most recent one, Jim Broadbent and Fern Cotton. Really? Yeah. Um, so they're, they're the only characters, so that, I wouldn't say they're characters, I'd say they're more machines, who speak in complete sentences and act similarly to supervisors for the Teletubbies. Again, <laughs> these are like... It sounds like a prison. The voice trumpets are mostly silver with golden brown speakers. They're nearly all identical and made of metal. There appear to be five different models people have gone into for the voice trumpets, with the main difference between these five models being the size of their heads and the pattern of holes in their speakers. The five models are shown in the intro and all five appear in some episodes. Okay, the programme is aimed at children between the ages of one and four, it says, so you were a little bit old. But it's got a substantial cult following with older generations, mainly university and college students. A mixture of bright colours, unusual designs, repetitive non-verbal dialogue, ritualistic format and occasional forays into physical comedy <laughs> <laughs> appeal to many who perceive the programme as having psychedelic qualities. It's something to watch, to watch one while under the influence. And Adam Roberts, 
who is a British writer, science fiction and fantasy novelist to be precise, suggests that Teletubbies constitutes an example of radical utopian fiction. I was going to say, it did like the home dome and all the kind of like, it does seem like they're in a kind of post-apocalyptic world and they're the only ones, or they're in some kind of simulation. Yeah, the Teletubbies are an advanced culture which has eliminated all need to work, worry or struggle in any way and regressed into a childlike state. Roberts positions the Teletubbies as the end point of the science fictional idea of paradise based on infantilisation, a more extreme version of the future humans in Aldous Huxley's Brave New World and in H.G. Uh, Wells' The Time Machine, who are mentally childlike but still physically and sexually adult. Following Sigmund Freud's insight that adult pleasure must mediate id and superego gratification and anxiety, the only way to attain a completely stress-free life is to surrender to the superego. It follows that the broadcast shown on the Teletubbies inset television is a historical documentary suggesting infantile existence as the paradigm, with the baby in the sun likely being the society's central machine intelligence. It doesn't say anything about Nunu, that's just a shame. Yeah. But, wow, there's some real hardcore conspiracy theories about the Teletubbies. People have gone into depth on it. We're getting away from the meat and potatoes of the episode that is Nunu. And I have a few questions for you as we draw to a close on this episode. Go on then. Would Nunu fit into your group of friends? Um, He'd be the person that was always cleaning up after a party, wouldn't he? I think actually he'd struggle a little bit because... um, He can't go outside. He can't go outside and a lot of... uh, I meet friends outside all the time. Or really? I, I, I meet friends outside of my house. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but also, uh, quite quiet. I feel like um, my group of friends might not wait for a voice trumpet to come up to listen, voice his thoughts. listen to him. He might get um, put to the side, and I reckon that could have a real effect on his self-esteem. Yeah. How about you? Um, yeah, I just think he's, he's a bit, um, well, I think one-on-one. He's, a, he's the kind of friend that's good one-on-one. But in a group, he sort of goes a bit quiet, and you're kind of yeah. like, yeah, you know. No, definitely. If you were to write a one-man, one-vacuum cleaner play... Oh, damn, you put me on the spot About here. Nunu, what would it be? Um, much ado about nothing. <laughs> yeah, um, vac, vac, rack, pack, naughty... Naughty. I think much ado about nothing is <laughs> much ado about nothing. Yeah, one a one person play about Nunu. I think that'd be quite interesting. Yeah, would it have dialogue? Would it have the voice trumpets being his voice? I think he would have to speak. I think whenever we do that question, it's understood that even if the character can't speak. Oh, but I feel like it completely changes the dynamic. I feel like he could be knowing about, and then knowing about. He, uh, yeah, and then a voice trumpet comes up and it's like, it's me. I, I've got a better idea for the title of the play. Go on. The Taming of the New. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Think, and then it would be kind of his kind of civilization and kind of education and going from a illiterate vacuum cleaner to a... Oh, I thought it would be more that Nunu used to be wild, wild and free and then it's, it's like a prequel to the Teletubbies. So, so he's tamed and then becomes a house pet. Both interpretations could be made. Maybe, maybe there could be, it could be a dual narrative. Yeah, it's a dual narrative. As, as well. it's, up to, so, it's up to the audience to decide whether yeah. they think it's you know, a positive or a negative. I yeah. think on that note... We'll leave Nunu. We'll leave Nunu behind. I, I um, think not so naughty Nunu. No, I don't think he ever shows himself to be really naughty. Maybe a bit annoying. <laughs> a bit petty. Yeah, 
Petty Nunu. But yeah, no, I'm a big fan of him. I like Petty Nunu. Petty <laughs> Nunu. Yeah, no, I, th- I think he's a- an integral part of the show. And even though often not on the posters, it's just, no. there's no room for him. No, that's true. But you can't go outside and a lot of the photo shoots that they do are outside. Yeah, Also, I think, um, do you think he is the most famous celebrity vacuum cleaner? Well, are we including Henry? Yeah, well, that's the thing. I think... I think Henry, actually, like... Henry and Hetty. Yeah, who came first, Henry or Nunu? Henry. Got to be. Yeah, 1979. Wow. I think Henry Hoover's have got a very mischievous and naughty look on their faces. Yeah. Yeah, that picture. Well, I think maybe at some point down the line we'll have to do a Henry episode to kind of compare and contrast. I think Nunu, to a certain generation, is probably the more famous one. Yeah. We'll have to leave it up to the audience to decide. Yeah, we'll put, Henry we'll put a Twitter or poll. Nunu. Yeah, on our social media, which we'll give you now. So um, on Twitter, we are Think to the Brink with the number two. Facebook, if you search Think to the Brink with the TO, we'll be there. And at YouTube, if you search Think to the Brink with the TO, we're uploading all our old episodes so you can get back into the archive and where it all began. Yeah, the good old days. Um, so next week, we'll give out a clue for our episode next week. Um, before then, if you want to listen uh, to this episode, well, you're already listening to it, but you know, <laughs> Podomatic, iTunes, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, App, Podbean, Stitcher, so many ways to listen. No excuse not to. Um, so yeah, so the clue for next week's episode, which is our Christmas special. So of course, we are now well into December. Happy Advent to you all. You should have been eating your way through your Advent calendars by now. Yeah. Uh, I'm a few behind. Um, I'll be catching up as soon as we, we get off the air. Um, so... This is our Christmas special. Last year we did a kind of a rambling Christmas special on many different topics. I mean, the actual subject matter was a lyrics analysis of I Wish It Could Be Christmas yeah. Every Day by Wizard. This year we're going for something a little bit different. What clue shall we give? Um, make sure you don't bark up the wrong Christmas tree. Interesting. Interesting. Intriguing. So that's what we're going to leave you with this week. Merry Christmas to everyone. We'll be back next week for our Christmas special. Thank you very much for listening. And until next time, it's goodbye from me, Will Baker. And me, Alex Prescott. And in the meantime, don't don't forget forget to overthink. overthink.